This is the Family Second Program. How you doing? I just wanna melt away and all this grace Drift away into that sacred place When there's no more you and me, no more they and we Just do not see Just do not see Just do not see Just do not see What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Family Second Program. We are so excited you are here today. I am your host, Philip Shelley, here at Family Second. We are so glad you are listening today. We are here talking today about the call to unity. If you were with us last week, we committed to love, loving everybody, and a part of that is a call to unity. If you love everybody, we will become united together in that love God has called us to. So please listen up today. We're, it's going to be exciting. Uh, there's a lot that I have to say, so I want you to grasp it and let it penetrate your heart today. Don't forget that sharing is caring. That's right. So make sure that you are sharing this with somebody you love. Share it with your neighbors. Share it with your grandma, grandpa, your cousin, your uncle, uh, even that crazy uncle. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about that. All right. So make sure you are sharing. I believe in sharing. I believe that sharing is caring. That's why I do this. I believe in sharing what I have learned from the Word of God, what God has given to me, what the Holy Spirit has imparted to me. So I believe in this medium of podcasting, and I believe God has given me something to say. That's why I do it, and that's why I'm here. So if you're listening today, awesome. I think God has a reason for you listening. I believe God has something for you today. So open your hearts, open your minds, open to the things that God has for you today. There's three things I want to do today with you. I want to first equip you. So we're going to get into some scripture talking about how we can become united with others around us. And that starts with love, like I said last week. So I want to equip you. That's the first thing I want to do. The second thing I want to do is give you an encounter. I want to empower you through an encounter with the Holy Spirit because I believe the Holy Spirit has power to give to you. Jesus said in his word that he would give us an advocate and that he would give us a comforter and that advocate is the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit wants to give you power. He wants to give you strength today to become that man, become that woman, become that awesome child of God. So listen up today, get that strength, attach yourself to it and empower yourself through an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And the third thing I want to do is we want to activate. We want to activate that faith, which you've learned today, what you've become equipped with and what you've been empowered with through the Holy Spirit. And we want to give you some things to day uh, through uh, what the word says so you can go out and you can activate that faith that God has given to you. Again, I want to welcome you. I'm your host, Philip Shelley, uh, along with my wife, Davina, and along with my four shells, Isabella, Everett, Eva, and Dallas. We are here. We love you. We want to encourage you today that you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. So let's equip you today. First thing I want to ask you is I want to ask you one question. What keeps you from your primary love for Christ and for the people he's given you to love? I want you to think about that right now. What is the prime, what keeps you, what is the hindrance that keeps you from your primary, which is your first love for Christ and for the people he's given you to love? What keeps you from that? I just want you to think about that right now. Just uh, if if you had to put your a finger on your chin and go, hmm, 
do that, okay? If that helps you to think. I don't know. All right. So Galatians 3, 28 says this, and that's where I'll be coming from today in Galatians 3, verse 28. That's going to be our main verse. So if you're in your car driving and you want to go home tonight or in the morning and study that verse and study that passage, you go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. All right. The devil might try to stop you, but I'm not going to stop you. Okay. It says this. It says, there are there is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female. For you are all one in in Christ Jesus. Now, there's a lot in that verse that I can unpack today, but there's something specific uh, that God has given me to give to you to unpack, and it's the call to unity. Because as we look at that verse, you can see that there is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free. So no matter what you are in this society, what a society tells you, uh, whatever they tell you you are, if you're black, if you're white, if uh, you're Hispanic, if you're uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. He says you are no longer that. You're no longer your what, what your job is. You're nearly slave or free. He says, you know, you even got what God created you, male or female, but you are one in Christ. That means people, if you're a Christian today, that you are one with the body of Christ, with the other believers around you. And through this world, you are one in Christ. So remember that today, but to put into context this verse, we have to read and understand the passage Paul wrote. I like how one preacher put it. Um, he says, you know, we like to some nitpick uh, some verses and, and put this verse here and put that verse there. And, and when something arises, we just pick a verse. But you know what? To really understand and put it into context what Paul is talking about, we have to kind of understand the passage. You know, right here, Paul was talking about uh, before the way uh, of faith in Christ, we are placed under guard by the law. You know, he even puts it that we are in protective custody by the law. And the law protected us until we could be made right with God through faith and through his son, Jesus Christ, and believing in him through faith. So let's, let me go to the passage and let's start in verse 26 through 29. It says, for you are all children of God through faith in Christ and all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ, like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are one in Christ Jesus and now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Everybody say, it belongs to me. It belongs to me. Say it again. Say, it belongs to me. It belongs to me. That's right. It does. So now we can understand what Paul is saying. And what he said in verse 28, when he says there is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are one. Can I get a one? One. Let me get another one. One in Christ. I like how one author puts it when he says it is often a seduction of the secondary. I like that. A seduction of the secondary. You know, the devil wants to do that. He wants to uh, be seductive into showing you different things so you can go toward and leave God behind. But sometimes it's the seduction of the secondary that keeps us from our primary, our first love for Christ and for those he has given us to love. Now, now some examples you're probably thinking about right now, some of those examples uh, of the secondary can consist of many things this life of earth can offer. And, you know, 
I can get into a lot of distractions that keep us from true intimacy with Christ. I can give you the idols we we, we worship, uh, like our TV or our sports or uh, just different things, the social media uh, and our phones. You know, some things that may distract you uh, from uh, knowing Christ and reading his word and knowing him. But, you know, there are a few things that we cast aside and don't think about that truly become first in us and pulls us away from what should be our first love and unity with Christ and with others. You know, those things I want to talk about today. So you're probably asking me, what are those things? Well, the secondary things, and I want you to listen to this today, and these are some things that we don't even think about, but they are there. They are there, and we know they're there, but we just forget about because we have other things to think about, like uh, <laughs> like work and, and uh, different things that, uh, that pulls us away from Christ. Well, some of these things uh, can be, let me give you an example, a commitment to a certain leader. And if you're in the church, you know what I'm talking about. We may follow a, a certain leader or a certain pastor, and that love for them uh, could pull us away, and and it could be become our primary love, and uh, whatever they say goes. Uh, or it could be a commitment to a denomination. Now, I believe denominations are good. Uh, we need that covering in, in our churches today, uh, but sometimes that can. That secondary thing can become our primary love. And then our customs of our religion or whatever brand we associate with, uh, whatever church we go to, whatever uh, community we're a part of, that brand, uh, that secondary thing could become our primary thing. You know, unity is difficult to grasp when we consider these secondary things. And, you know, they become the basis for judging or staying away from others. And we can add on to these things such as racial, cultural, or social differences. You know, and sometimes education, sometimes our position and our jobs, and sometimes, or in society, or in our, or our financial status, or even our political beliefs. Oh, no, really? Yes. If we've been looking at the news or social media, we know how that is today. You know, those things can stand in the way between Christians, keeping them from loving one another and experiencing the unity that Christ wills for us. You know, when we major in the minors, I like that saying, when we major in the minors, we end up separated from people you know, who do not look, who do not act, or, you know, even do not talk like we do. So these are the things we need to think about, that when we put the secondary things before our primary love for Christ, we begin judging and, and others and, and, you know, staying away from others when God has really called us to serve others. I like the story in the Bible uh, where Jesus, uh, the Last Supper, um, derobes himself, puts on uh puts on a, a towel and begins to wash the, the disciples' feet. That's a sh true uh, commitment to servanthood and really showed us the unity God has with the people of Christ and what we need to do. But sometimes when we put these secondary things uh, like our leaders or our denomination or our customs of our religion uh, or brand or we associate with, you know, we're really not becoming the servants God has called us to be. But you know, there is a way to overcome this. Someone say, amen. Amen. That's right. There is a way to overcome this. And it is the basis for this ministry that I'm in right now. You know, as I said many times on this program, if you are putting God first in everything, then you will put every other thing in its dynamic place. Because everything in your life is dynamic.
It is. Just to, just you, just listen to you talk. Whatever is important to you, you're going to be talking about. But you know what? If you're really and truly putting God first in your devotional life, in your prayer life, in your uh, teaching your children and those around you about Christ, then you are putting everything else in its dynamic place. You know, I've said this before, too. If you're putting God first, you're actually putting your family first. And you know what? It can never be the other way around. If you're putting God first, you're putting your family first. Because you know what? The family unit is the microcosm of what the church should look like. So we need to be united in family first. And we can show the world and show the church how we can be united as one. So saying all that, the only way to overcome the secondary is to be sure Christ is first and foremost in our lives and set aside the secondary things that have little ultimate value. You know what? I want to, I want to leave you with this today. And I know I've, I've unpacked a lot today and I've said it real fast, but you know what? I know you don't have a lot of time to listen. So I, that's why you can always rewind it. You can always go back and listen again. You can write down some things. If you're in your car driving, you can go home and listen again and write down some things that I've said. Because you know what? The, I don't want these secondary things to become primary in your life because it's destroying our nation. It's destroying our world because we have put these things first and not put God first. So I want you to that to penetrate your heart, but to penetrate your life today. And, and true, I want you. I want to leave you with this today, or this uh, segment today. True righteousness and godliness results from Jesus Christ living through you by the Holy Spirit. It is never achieved by observing some, uh, you know, external code. You know, any attempt to achieve righteousness through a list of, you know, do's or don'ts or, uh, you know, it's fruitless. It's fruitless. That's right. I know you're probably thinking about fruit. I'm thinking about fruit right now, some strawberries and some, uh, uh, and some blueberries. But you know what? I'm not talking about that fruit. I'm talking about the fruits of the Spirit. And God said we'll be judged by our fruits. You know, if you don't know those fruits of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We need to show those fruits to the world. So God calls us to love others and serve others just as Jesus did by the power of the same Holy Spirit and the same gracious freedom. Amen? Amen. That's right. I think I heard amen out there. So I've unpacked a lot today. I've told you a lot. I want you to get what God has for you today. So make sure you go back, write some things down, uh, put it in your Bibles, put it in your hearts, okay, so you can live a productive life in Christ. And your family can live a productive life and you become one and because that's what God has called us to be. He's called us to become one in him. So as we move to the encounter part, remember, I want to empower you through an encounter today. So I just want to tell you a little something, you know, God called me at the age of 18, you know, actually called me at the age of 13. I uh, grew up in church, um, saved at a very young age at eight years old, baptized at 12 in water. And, you know, God called me at a young age. I would sing in church. I would minister in church a lot. Uh, but, you know, after 13, I, th I ran from God and through high school, high school years. And, and at age 18, he, uh, I recommitted my life to Christ and he called me into ministry. And I believe today uh, that God has shown his true faithfulness 
uh, for um, my call and what he's called me to do. And, and that's why I'm podcasting. You know, uh, right now we are in transition of ministry. We're not uh, at a church. We volunteer at an awesome church in children's ministry and other uh, ministries there. My wife volunteers in women's ministry there. And, uh, and I, I think my calling and and my gift is to preach and teach the word of God. So that's why I've, uh, that's why I've thought about this medium of podcasting. And so what God has given to me, I love to read His word. I love uh, getting new things out of His word and what God has for me. And I believe God has something for you. So God has called each of us. He's given each of us a will. He's given each of us a way. And I believe that God wants to unify the things. So, you know, growing up in church, I've seen a lot uh, underneath the scenes. You know, my dad was a, a deacon in church. My mom was a, uh, in the choir. She taught aerobics, you know, at, a, at, a, at one of the classes there at church. So I was up at church probably four uh, nights a week um, growing up, always there, always playing basketball with friends and, and being part of the church, um, being in the choir and, and everything. And, uh, you know, you see some things. You see some things going on, and it really sometimes turns you off uh, of what church is because we see the background. We see the secondary things. <laughs> we never see the primary. A lot of times we see the secondary of, of maybe the backbiting and the gossiping and the, and, uh, the way people look. And these things, uh, you know, can, can hinder others coming from Christ and even hinder you from worshiping the true Savior. And as I said in our equipped, maybe it's hindered you from getting close to God. Maybe it's hindered you from being part of a, a life group or a small group or or uh, being part of community, becoming one and becoming united. So today as we encounter Christ and encounter His Holy Spirit, I want to pray against those uh, hindrances. You know, God said that He's going to build His church on the rock. He is the rock. He is the true foundation. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know, uh, gates always have keys. And you know, God has given you a key. And the first key he's given you uh, is authority through Christ. Remember that key to open those gates is, is authority. He's given you authority through Christ. So when you speak life, when you speak truth, when you speak uh, Christ, he can break those bondages uh, that you have and overcome those things uh, that Maybe in your life hindering you from becoming close and becoming one as a community God has called you to be in Christ. The church, because you are the church. It's not a building. It's not four walls. It's you. You are the church. So today I want to pray right now that God blocks, God fights for you in the heavenlies because you know the battle is not against flesh and blood but against every principality and power that comes against you and you know what he has come against you too long satan has come against you too long it says the bible says when satan comes in like a flood god will raise up a standard against him so let's pray right now that god heals you and god wipes away those hindrances god wipes away those secondary things that you may put primary in your life so lord i just pray and come before you right now and thank you Thank you for those listening today. Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus for those that are out there that have some burdens, have some things in their life that have come up that are hindering them becoming close to you. So, Lord, I just pray that you wipe away, wipe away those hindrances. Satan, you have no authority over these people, over these fathers, over these mothers, over these children today. So I pray in the name of Jesus, break the bondages of sin, break the bondages uh, of the secondary, the seduction of secondary today. 
Lord, let's not put those things, those denominations, those uh, those leaders, those uh, um, do's and don'ts of others uh, of religion uh, in front of you. God, you have called us to serve you every day. Lord, I just pray for those today in the name of Jesus. Lord, comfort them by your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray, wrap your arms around them. Let them know you love them. Lord, I just pray today that they become committed to a church, committed to a community, to become one with others and teach others what they have learned. So, Lord, bless them today. Lord, allow your Holy Spirit to comfort them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. And let your Holy Spirit... Anoint them with the Holy Spirit power that you can bring today. And I pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. That's right. Amen. Awesome. I know you are uh, free today from those bondages. I know you are free today from those hindrances. I know you are free today from the seduction of the secondary. Well, that's right. We are done with two segments. We are to our last segment today. We are to the activate. Someone say activate. That's right. I should make a song up about activate. I, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But there are three things I want you to do this week um, as we go along. So, uh, number one, uh, how you, can you activate what you've learned today? I know you've gone back and listened to this a couple of times, wrote down some things that uh, may be hindering you uh, from uh, allowing God to be their, your primary love. Because when we, we're allowing God to be our primary love, we're putting our family first and putting other things in their dynamic place. So I want you to ask yourself, number one, ask yourself, is there something like me following a leader or a group of people or a denomination that is keeping me from doing what God has called me to do. Love him and love people. He's called you to love him and love people. So I want you to ask yourself, what are some things that are hindering me from, um, you know, loving others? What is that? Is it a nomination? Is it a, is it, um, a leader? Is it somebody that I'm following? Is it people talking in my ear, saying things? Is it something that happened in the past at a church or, or what I've seen in the news? What is hindering me from doing what God has called me to do, which is love God and love people? What is in the way of us being united? That's what I want you to do. Number one. Number two, I want you to teach your family that's right. Begin teaching your family. If you're a father or mother out there, if you're a grandpa or grandma, there are also some ways that you can teach your family, uh, sons, daughters, etc., to love God first and love people. The same commandment. Awesome. They're right there. So we can all be united. If we love each other, we can be united. So what are some ways you can teach your family, your sons, your daughters, uh, those around you, how to love people? Is it uh, being an example of love? Someone did you wrong, you know, and, uh, and your kids have seen it. And uh, as, a, as a way to say, hey, we, you know, God calls us to love and uh, we need to love that person. And your kids are going to go crazy like, well, no, they did it. You know, they did this to you. No, we need to love those. Uh, we need to show love to the world because, you know, the, the world is not going to uh, not going to follow uh, what Christ says. You know, I like to say culture is fluid and that means the world is fluid. It's always going to be changing. We see that in the news every day. It's always changing. It's always doing this. It's always going to beat against what is right. Uh, but we need to follow the example of Christ and do what is right. No matter what the world does, we need to do what is right. So how are some ways we can teach our family to do that? Number three and the last thing. It's love everyone, <laughs> you know, just love everyone. If there's some day in your life, every day that you go to work or you're at the grocery store or whatever, you're driving even, uh-oh, okay, 
how are some ways that, you know, show love, no matter who they are, no matter what they look like, no matter what social background they come from, no matter uh, what nation they come from, we need to love and show love to everyone. So those are three things, how you can activate what you learned today, how you, I equipped you today. So activate those things today. Amen? All right. Amen. Well, guess what? That's the end. That's all I have for you today. I know I unpacked a lot today. Uh, So go back, listen again, write down some things that can help you love others and not put the secondary before the primary. All right, let me say it again. Don't put the secondary before the primary. So thanks for listening today. If you ever want to get a hold of us, we uh, it's very easy because, you know, it's very easy today to get a hold of us. But you can always email me at philipsshelley at gmail.com. That's philip with one L, S Shelley. That's an E-Y at the end at gmail.com. Or if you ever want to send us anything and any letters or any cards or uh, anything to our P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box five nine two. That's P.O. Box 592224, San Antonio, Texas, 78259. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. We want to hear the great things God is doing in your life. Uh, We are here and we love you. We'd like to pray for you if you have any prayer requests. So send those in to us to the email. And we love to be a part of your life, praying for you, encouraging you, lifting you up in Christ, and becoming one as a family in Christ Jesus. Well, guess what? This has been a Peace Shells, Diva Divine, Four Shells production, and we will see you later. Peace. Peace.